Like, you know, like, do you have an asshole cat that always knocks everything over? Like, very much that, but... Welcome to the DL Gaming Podcast. I'm Bobby. I'm Nick. I'm Amanda. And I've got to work in like four hours, which is weird, but I'm not going to let them stop me. I'm still going to have a couple beers, but I'll be sober by work. Where I have to operate heavy machinery. But so safe. <laughs> yeah. But this is my weekend. Uh and I'm gonna enjoy it, goddammit. You you know who else is operating heavy machinery? Yeah. <laughs> uh the Ukrainians. The Ukrainians are operating heavy machinery. There's a war going on. And there is an itch.io bundle with like six hundred things in it. Um uh, and the funds from that go to Ukraine. It has 573 games, 317 tabletop games, Thirsty Sword Lesbians, if you want to play that, you have to get in on this, 51 game assets, sci-fi music, fantasy tiles, and uh, we're giving them away in Discord. And all you have to do is insult Putin in Discord. The channel's there. The channel's called Insults to Putin, right at the top, and we'll read the best ones next week, and we'll pull some winners. And thanks to Zap for starting this off. He's donating three. Nick is donating four mm-hmm. and yep. we're donating three so you know we're all coming together helping out and uh this is vladimir putin not poutine uh he's uh <laughs> chris is uh, canadian so it might be confusing there but yeah this is vladimir putin yeah all right glad we cleared that up <laughs> All right. So yeah, check out our Discord. You can find it if you go to dlgaming.net. If you're not part of the Discord, you definitely should be. But yeah, we got 10 of these game bundles to give away. Okay, let's get into it. On the radar, games that have come to our attention this week. I'll start it off with Exo Primal. So PlayStation or Sony had some like state of play or some sort of event or something where they announced a bunch of games. Um, I'm, I'm not into console, so I didn't really, I wasn't aware of this, but I did see some of the games that they announced, one of them being Exo Primal. And I saw it described as Dead Rising, but with mechs and dinosaurs. So you play characters in these mech suits and you go out and you slaughter dinosaurs by the thousands with, uh, interesting <laughs> weapons. Sounds awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a pretty good idea. You know, it's, um, it looks cool. Yeah, they didn't really have... There's a trailer right now. Um, There weren't a lot of details as far as the gameplay, but it looks like, you know, core gameplay loops, co-op, you go out there. Uh, Well, they said PvP-VE. So I think there's several different modes here, but it's player versus player versus everyone. So there's... um, I don't know. I'm not sure exactly how that's going to play out, but I'm kind of interested, and it is coming out for PC. It is not exclusive to uh, PlayStation. It'll probably be, uh, you know, PVE generally, and then you go into the dark areas where it's PVP, like other games do it. But that's cool. Yeah, nobody does dinosaurs by the, you know, Mm -hmm. tons of dinosaurs. Usually, like, you go and hunt out one big one. That's a good idea. I like it. Yeah, and from the trailer, you can kind of piece together a little bit what the gameplay is like. There's a character that looks like he has a shield, like Reinhardt from Overwatch. Um, there's obviously characters that look like they're more focused on damage, a lot of melee. You've got this ninja guy. So, yeah, I don't know. Might be worth uh, worth checking out. I I gotta imagine this is gonna be like sixty bucks. 
Um, they said 2023 for the release date, so it's not anytime soon. It's raining dinosaurs, dude. Yeah, yeah. They dude, just you know what swarm. this reminds me of? It reminds me of Planet Defense Force, the one where you yeah. fight like uh, alien insects and shit. Yeah, like a mix okay. between that and Anthem. I was thinking Dino Crisis. Yeah. Nobody That's knows Dino Crisis, Bobby. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? Everybody knows Dino Crisis. How do you not know Dino <laughs> All, right. All right. Yeah, that's a good one, Bobby. That's cool. Who's up next? I ain't put any because you guys had way too much stuff. Okay. Nick, what's up with Ghostwire Tokyo? Didn't this game already come out? <clears throat> no, it's not out. It comes out March 25th, actually. And uh, so... This is the trailer that they had the most gameplay with. And uh, man, is this game really fucking cool looking. Um, so it's like this. To- it's it's in this alternate future where Tokyo is being like possessed by like all these different ghosts and demons and stuff. And um, you, the main character, know a bunch of like religious rituals and other things like to keep these ghosts away. And you're trying to figure out what the fuck is going on and stop the guy that's like causing all of it. And it's kind of like an action game and a horror game and all this other stuff. And, like, your weapon are your hands and, like, the spells you know and shit. And it's all first person. And, like, some of the enemies that you see in the trailer and stuff like that, like, they look super fucking scary. So, yeah, um, this looks terrifying. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I'm, like, I'm digging the I whole, love... like, uh, art. Like, it's <clears throat> almost like a Skyrim in the controls. It looks like, like, um, you're doing things with your hands, casting spells with your hands. I haven't seen yeah. that since Spir- uh, Skyrim, I don't think. Hmm. I yeah, think I remember seeing the trailer for this a long time ago when they first announced it, and that's why I thought it had already come out. Why are the Japanese yeah, it, so good at horror? It's because, like, I don't man, they, I don't know. They are really good at it. Fuck. Yeah. It's different from our horror, that's why. And the unknown is scary. Boom. Nailed it. Oh, yeah. gosh, yeah. Some of these monsters look absolutely nightmare-inducing. <laughs> so what is that called? Uh, You're taking them away too quick, dude. I can't do the second something. Ghostwire. Ghostwire Tokyo. Ghostwire, Ghostwire Tokyo. Tokyo. Yeah, it comes out March 25th. And the other one was called Dinosaurs and Guns or ro- <laughs> robo- Robots and Dinos or something like that. Robo-Dinos. <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, that's that's on my radar. I, I, this definitely looks like a pickup to me. Okay, coming out March 25th, right around the corner. Here. Yes. Yeah, that looks cool, man. Full price. Right, 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. Interesting stuff. So Good picks, guys, so far. Wait yeah. a Don't don't drop the ball, Days. We're on a roll here. <laughs> <laughs> no, All right, well, no, I guess I'm a little no pressure. Different. You know, we've got, we've got, like, robots and dinosaurs, part of different multiverses, versing each other. So speaking of that, I put multiverses on, my, uh, on the Ooh. radar. Ooh. So it is... Like, I I feel like it's Super Smash Brothers with so many characters that we all loved growing up with in oh, cartoons. Wow. You know, like, you've got Wonder Woman in here that you can fight with, Batman that you can fight with, Tom and Jerry, Finn from Adventure Time, Jake from Adventure Time, you got Shaggy here from Scooby-Doo. Like, there's all kinds of different characters that you can have, and you just basically make them beat the shit out of each other like you would if it was Super Smash Bros. Um, Robe is- Man popped in when i was uh playing i don't remember what i was playing when he popped in but he wanted to show me some of that because he had a early access to it and it looked fun it looked like a lot of the mechanics bring back what we definitely love about super smash bros you know where there's definitely combos and good ways of 
playing that's like it seems like the characters are balanced so far but i don't know it's early at that i think uh rope man was just playing like a i, th- I want to say it was a closed beta but it looks like it's got a lot of potential to be fun and competitive and kind of a a new take on super smash bros with different characters yeah it's good that the warner, think- warner brothers you know you don't see them because they don't license out their characters very often but uh this is a go ahead this is a direct response to um, Nickelodeon doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they came out with one with like SpongeBob and like all those other like cool Nickelodeon characters, and this is their their direct response to it. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I feel like there hasn't been a good Smash Bros game on PC. I'm not familiar with the SpongeBob one. That sounds familiar. Oh yeah, Nickelodeon All Stars. <laughs> yeah, All-Star there was an episode where I uh, I reviewed like four of them. Or a few weeks where I reviewed them all. I forgot which one was. There's a really popular free-to-play one. I don't know if it was always free-to-play. It's like Beast something. I don't know. But Valhalla is now free, I think. Brawlhalla. Oh, Brawlhalla. Brawlhalla. I think it's free. Yeah, yeah. But that game is like, uh, from what I remember, it's like you get the, your character, right? But then there's like only a few amount of archetypes they could fall under. So you they look one way, but then they have a move set that multiple characters share and so there's really not 40 characters there's more like six or seven that mm-hmm. all share those six or seven move types so i, I found that yeah like i found that like it wasn't very um not, not a whole lot of work went into each character being individual mm-hmm. oh you know what it is i think every time you pick up an item like a sword you have the sword move set if you pick up a spear, you have the spear oh. moveset. I believe that's how it works. Okay. But yeah, I wasn't I wasn't blown away by it, by it. So multiverses, what's the release date and price tag on that one? Let's go back and check. It just says twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Okay. That's all we got. No price. No oh. price yet. We'll I wouldn't see. be surprised if it's full price though. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like triple A prices for this one. Yeah. All right. Okay, another little game that was announced. At, do you know what that event was called, Nick? Was it State of Play? Yes, it was called the uh, Sony State of Play. Okay. Everybody. All right, so I got it right. Uh, they announced T- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga Collection. And this is a collection of all the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games. And I was a big fan of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I played all the games, you know, my favorite one being the second one on Nintendo. Turtles in Time, loved that one. Even the Turtles fighting game. So this is something I would probably really enjoy. I don't think I played a lot of the later uh, TMNT games, but, oh, yeah. So that second one, played so much of that. Manhattan Project, is that the second one? No. 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 It's the one right above it. What is that? Uh, Yeah, just Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Arcade game. That's the quarter muncher. Yeah, yeah, it's a side scroller uh, beat 'em up, and um, oh, yeah. yeah, they kind of reiterated on that formula a lot. The first Ninja Turtles game for Nintendo was really hard. It was a side scroller uh, scroller one, but it was just straight up two D. And then there was like a three D map, or not a three D map, but a top down map where you moved around, and the water levels were incredibly difficult. That's a game I, I got to go back and like try to beat on an emulator or something because I never did as a child. Um, Bobby, did you ever read anything, any comic books and stuff? Comic books, no. That's where it came from. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, one of the uh, creators, uh, I met him. They're, his kid went to the school that I used to work at. Oh. Yeah. But the, the comic books were actually, like, pretty gnarly, and then they adapted it for kids, and it became this whole... Um, uh, it, it basically like ads for toys to move merchandise for toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then they came out with that first movie, and I remember going to see that in the theater. And I watched it, you know, maybe a couple years ago, first time in a while, and I forgot how dark that movie was. Like it was live action. First yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was like Great early nineties for the time too. I thought. Yeah, and they did the thing like they had to do with Little Shop of Horrors, where they acted in slow motion and then they cranked it up in uh... post. They cranked down the camera uh, because they just couldn't move that fast. And that's yeah. hard with martial arts, man. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, that was like a real dark movie. Yeah, this is the first. We're watching it right now on stream. This is the first Ninja Turtles game. This this one was uh, pretty tough. But, um, yeah, about, like, in the comics, they were, yeah, it was adult-themed, you know? It was supposed mm-hmm. to be, like, an adult. Yeah, and they were, the original story with the Ninja Turtles is that they were, like, aliens from outer space. The whole thing with the ooze didn't come in until much later. Yeah, and then, of course, here's the movie. This is uh, from the second one, which got pretty goofy with uh, Vanilla Ice and the Ninja Rap. I'm sure we all remember that. Mm-hmm. Now, the guy you're seeing here, this Asian kid, he's the one who played Michelangelo in the first one. I don't know why I'm filling you in on all these Ninja <laughs> Turtle details. Here. Those costumes are amazing, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm, for the time, like to do a live action. Even still today, I'd be like, yeah. those aren't bad at all. Yeah, man, I got to rewatch this. And then they totally no, mess don't. it up with the uh, <laughs> one where they go back in time. Turtles yeah. in time. Okay. Well, to take this one step too further, I was watching um, David Cronenberg's Crash like a couple weeks ago, which is this weird movie about people who get turned on by car accidents. It's very graphic, sexually. And uh, one of the main characters is the guy who plays Casey from the Ninja Turtles movie. And I can't like not see him as Casey Jones. Uh, and it, it was just very weird for me. That's Dude, even more wait, weird. Bobby. Than... He also had a nude scene with um, Angelina Jolie and Cyborg too. I'll stop right now. I'm done, guys. <laughs> Bobby, that's not that's not Crash where there's like four vignettes and all. Uh, four no, that was Crash stories. 2004. Stole the Oscar from Brokeback Mountain. Whole uh, other story. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Hmm. You should have a movie podcast, Bob. <laughs> I should. <laughs> uh, yeah. That would be a wild kink, though, <laughs> being into car crashes. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's plenty of it online, right? Mm-hmm. Footage. Yeah. Gross. It's an odd one. All right. What do you guys got? Well, uh, another thing that's on my radar that has nothing to do with kinks, unless your kink is being submerged in the middle of fucking nowhere in a fantasy land, uh, <laughs> says a, this looks to be a pretty decent and fascinating story to me. I, I kind of feel that you're discovering somewhat of like an Atlantis. It's not technically supposed to be Atlantis, but um, it's what it seems to be to me. You're kind of just exploring these beautiful ruins and like a sunken world. And it looks very visually stunning. And I'm curious about what the story is because yeah, you have these like living plants that are moving in real time, growing over everything and all these ruins. And I think you, and I think that's your brother. If I remember from the trailer, um, you're kind of exploring this world and, Whoa. like, why it's here, why you stumbled upon it, and um, how, like, how did all this stuff come to be? Because there seems to be a, it almost reminds me of, like, the Sylvian race in Guild Wars, where, like, everything was so, or, like, Groot in a way, like, where everything's kind of this, like, humanoid plant hybrid 
there definitely seems to be like a symbiotic relationship with the plants in this ruins. And it seems that they've had a, a huge impact. The plants being have a huge impact on like how this became a living ruin thing. So um, looks it good. looks really very good. pretty. Very, very pretty. Hey, Chris, was any of that gameplay? Can you tell? Is there any other videos? I'm just wondering if like the game looks that good or if that was just. Oh, yeah. That At least the boat part of it is game. really nice. Yeah. Damn. So it's an exploration game. But yep, exploration, story. It's a, They call it like a walking simulator and relaxing. And so I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm wondering, I'm hoping that the story is going to be good, but it definitely hmm. looks like, like a fun game. Yeah, just, yeah, exactly. Relaxing, chill out. Mm-hmm. Relaxploration. Relaxploration. That wow, that's a new a word. New genre. Did you, yeah. just, did you just do that? No, no it's right there. Oh, yeah. damn. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was impressed for a second. <laughs> Never mind, man. Keep keep struggling. One day. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do we got next? Yeah, oh, that's so, uh, Submerged Hidden Depths. Submerged Hidden Depths. It is out. It was released uh, on March 9th, so just released recently. And it's 30 bucks. Dude, I, I'm going to be like, people are going <laughs> to, somebody's going to say something in Canadian prices. And I'm going to be like, that's $30 American. And they're going to be like, wow, you're amazing. <laughs> like, no. It's got that conversion rate memorized. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, okay. Um, last game I want to talk about. Uh, spoiler alert for later in the show. I was playing Epistory Typing Chronicles. I talked about this years ago. And uh, I never finished it. I went back and finished it this week. And I noticed they had an ad within the game for the new game that they had called Nanotail Typing Chronicles. And this is a game where it's an educational game where you practice typing. But it's one of the best ones that I've come across. Uh, there, there's a really good one, House or Typing of the Dead. A lot of people have played that one. Pretty popular one. Uh, I think this one's better. Um, I, I don't know about the new one, Nanotail, but I assume it's a lot like the first. So when I talk about that one, um, I'll explain a little bit more of the mechanics here. But I think this one just came out, well, about a year ago, March of 2021. So it's been out for a little while, but I was kind of excited to see there was a sequel, especially now that I have uh, beat the first one. It's, uh, it's a pretty good game. Would you recommend this for like somebody like Milo's age, Bobby? Yeah, I don't know if they'd find it terribly exciting. Like, there's a lot of cool puzzles, and it is pretty challenging in a lot of parts, but... Um, Can you lower the difficulty, though? Uh, probably. It looks know. way better than the uh, typing games that we used to play in the 90s oh, and yeah. learning yeah. how to type. They used to have Don't Math you? Blaster, bro. amazing. I remember Math Blaster. Uh, yeah. The thing about Typing <laughs> of the Dead, I was playing it. I, I'm a terrible speller. Or speller and typer. But anyway, uh, typist. Um, I, I realized that you could just put in whatever you wanted in um, typing in that, and it worked. It was really strange. As long as the character amount was... It was more about speed, not accuracy. And you could just get mm-hmm. through the game by spamming. I was like, this isn't fun, because it does, it's not checking me for fucking up. Yeah, they don't really... Well, you get a lower score, but yeah, it's not like a lot of like actual typing tests online where they penalize you for um, for messing up or you got to restart the word. Uh, so you can just kind of mash the keyboards or yeah. uh, I was even playing around with that. I made like a script in Visual Basic that just repeatedly pressed every single key 
And I uh, just let that run while the level played through. And yeah, I got like a 0% on accuracy, but then a really high score. And if you go to the scoreboards in that game, you can tell right away, like it's all people who are just cheating. Mm. But um, what's the price tag on Nanotail Typing Chronicles? Nineteen ninety nine. Okay, 20 bucks. The original game, um, uh, Epistory, so that one, I, I want to say it might have been around the same price, but it, it's been on sale for like a couple bucks, so get a chance to pick that one up i'd recommend Ooh, and it. there's a demo yep i'm gonna check out demo. the demo i think yeah yeah usually educational games are pretty garbage but um i thought this one was pretty good nick how's your typing um it's pretty all right i would say it's middle of the road it's what's your better, like i had to do multiple minute. typing tests for people and it's pretty good and then uh sniper you're at a computer all day right so you got to be pretty decent Oh yeah, fastest fingers, fastest <laughs> fingers north of your border there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Staying true north with the fingers. Oh, wow. All right. Well, let's talk about some games we did play. That was Epistory Typing Chronicles. No, or was it? Yes, it was. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. More. More Gran Turismo, Nick. Dude, it is so addicting. But I would. I didn't want to just talk about the game. Be like, it's still good. I had some uh, I had some questions regarding like racing games and stuff. How do you guys feel? Like, what gets to the point when it gets to the racing games where like races get too long? Huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm getting to the point where like races are now like 14 minutes, 15 minutes, and I'm like, oh, that is too long. And I'm like, uh, like mm. I'm still having fun, and like it does take like three or four laps to like get to like first place out of like a five or six lap race you know it depends i guess it depends on what you're doing that day how much time you have what's going on around you maybe if you're really in the the zone does it matter the thing is like it definitely um like you mess up once and you're fucked yeah not you in, know what I'm saying? Not, not in uh, Forza Horizon, dude. You just hit the re- rewind button, you go back seven seconds. It's great. I can't play any racing games except kart racers, and I'm not very huh? good at those either. Uh, Nick, the same way. Nick, just try Forza. It's free. It was our game of the year, and you haven't tried it. Just try it. I'm not saying it's better than this, but I'll try, try it. it just so you could talk about the uh, differences. Okay. Do your journal- no, journalistic it. duty. <laughs> all right i'll try it all right cool all right all right a musical story yeah so i played uh I, i'm a big fan of kind of rhythm and obviously narrative and storyline games and this game uh intrigued me when i kind of it popped up on my uh steam whatever list uh it because it reminded me of like the artful escape. At least I thought it was going to be kind of like that in that direction. And it's a rhythm game. So I was really curious how the story was. And this game, I think in some ways did a lot of right things. And it also did some kind of poopy things. So I think I'll start (laughs) with the poop. And so (laughs) (laughs) this right here is the poopy thing, the actual rhythm and the music. Um, I grew up playing drums and I played a little bit of piano. I can't read bass clef, so I'm not very good with my left hand. But my right hand, I'm very good with. And uh, I know how to read music, and I know quite a bit about music theory. And so 
you got to throw all of that out the door to play this game, which automatically mm. kind of makes me not like that when it's a rhythm game. But this oh. game, I think, does focus more on the story and the way that they play it. It's very like it's a like funky band. The music is good, though. Like the music's very soothing and I like the music a lot. And I like the rhythms even that they did. But it was very much of a you have to listen to the rhythm and then match. It's much more of like a Simon Says game than like a true rhythm game. Um, however, the story was cool. And what I loved about this game was not once, I think, was there any speaking mm. or uh, subtitles or anything. It's images. It's all art, imagery, and music. And the whole story has gone through the music. So, like, when there's... Uh, the band is like fighting or when it's like the band is is chilling out or when the band is exhausted, like the music actually reflects that mm. in the way that they have it with their vibe. But it's all still within this kind of like psychedelic rock genre in a way. And they're heading to Woodstock and it's just it's a really I loved the story. This game was short. It took me about, I think, an hour and a half to finish it. So it's definitely a very short. game. Whoa, 20 bucks for an hour and a half game. Honestly, though, it's one of like I, and that's why I couldn't recommend it. I do think that the price oh, it's 15, 15 bucks. So. I think this game would be worth it when it goes on sale or something or like especially if it can, you know, wink, wink, game pass. Like if it goes free on game pass, it's certainly worth it. But it is still a bit steep for what it is, but it's also incredibly unique. I, I haven't played a game like this. Nowadays, uh, yeah, it sounds great. Like, I'm glad that people are doing stuff like this, for sure. Um, do you think that your musical training is what fucked you up for... Maybe this is just for, like, the casual person that doesn't know That's anything. what I think it is. I think, I think playing music kind of set an unrealistic expectation with this kind of game you yeah. know because even in the artful escape it's like when you're playing the guitar you're not actually doing uh you know anything you're like holding down space bar or something like that and he just does like a little riff in a way so it's yeah. like it's kind of that kind of gameplay mechanic like i feel like this is loosely a game whereas this is much more of a music interactive experience i think which i think is cool you're, you're saying you spent too much time at the school auditorium. Too many experiences in the school auditorium. <laughs> hey, hey, we we aren't exactly going to talk about that, you know. But if you want to no, listen no to that, you know, that we are releasing our Not Suitable for Work episode. We did just record that on Friday. Uh, it was a good time. Emilio got hammered. Mm -hmm. I got pretty drunk. We talked about a lot of things involving... You know what? You have to listen. A lot of buttholes. I was going to say shit and drugs. That's probably <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and Sounds so, about like our MO. If you want to hear that, become a Patreon. We're going to release it on the Patreon page when we release this episode. And you can listen to that, but only only if you subscribe to Patreon, which is $5. It's just 5 bucks. Mm -hmm. a That's month. a limited time, too. Yes. Uh, Bobby doesn't like that. Legal stuff up there very long. Well, for legal reasons, we can't well, have it up too long. Yeah, I don't know. Um, this one wasn't as uh, crazy as the first one. Uh, it wasn't as incriminating. Yeah, it wasn't as incriminating. As I don't know if I say it wasn't as crazy, <laughs> but it, was, it wasn't as incriminating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of that, we had some new patrons this week, Zap and Steven. So they will have access to that. Congratulations. Thanks, and guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right, musical uh, story. Yeah. Yep. Uh, cool. I, I I had one more question about it. Fuck, I forgot now. 
because uh, you can't skip a good segue, right? The segue is better mm-hmm. than the show. It's got to go with it. I'm it's honest, it's, it's why we're here. I'm trying. It's just segue content. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I played two things this week, but I'm just going to talk about both of them really quick because there's really not a whole lot to say. I, I picked up playing some games that I had played in the past and always meant to go back to, one of them being Hitman Go. So Laura Croft Go was the only game I've ever played and completed on a phone. Only mobile game I've ever played start to finish. Of course, mobile, most mobile games are, are not like campaign, single player, start to finish type games. But uh, anyway, I really enjoy these Go puzzle games. And the Hitman one is one that I've always loaded up just from time to time and really enjoyed. And uh, picked it back up and it's still good. And they've added more content to it. That's what it looks like, Bobby? Mm-hmm. That's it awesome, cool. man. It looks like little figurines and little tiny play sets. Yeah, yeah, it's like little plastic figurines, and you have the maps, and you have to figure out how to move the character, and uh, different characters move in different ways. It's um, it's a really great puzzle game. It's very simplistic. It, it's different from the Laura Croft one. The Laura Croft one was like a lot more getting from A to B, and and uh, this one's just a, a little bit different. But I, I think they're fantastic. There's some other Go games out there, but I've only played these two. And I was excited to see that they added more content. Now, the content they did add was like late game stuff. So I didn't even have access to it. I've got to like unlock more points by completing more puzzles or, you know, you can get up to three points per puzzle, uh, depending on what all you do. If you do it in a fewer amount of turns or if you don't kill anybody or what are the the objectives are. Um, but yeah, great games. Just want to shout that out. So what, you were getting like one star on each one? <clears throat> uh, some of them. Yeah. yeah. Other ones I get two. Some of them I'd max out. Uh, Super quick question. Sorry. Is this actually stop motion or is it just the camera angle making it look like that? It looks like real motion. When you move the characters, they don't like animate or anything. They literally are just little pieces. So they slide over kind of like a chess piece and they'll like knock another piece. It'll go flying off the board. Yeah. Yeah. There must be some gameplay somewhere in here. (laughs) What is this? A school for ants? (laughs) That's what it looks like. It looks like a model. Yeah. It's great. I, I love the visuals. This needs to be at least four times bigger. <laughs> uh, and then, like I said earlier, I was playing Epistory Typing Chronicles, which is a uh, typing game. And I finished it. I actually just finished it today. So I was excited to check that one off the list. And I really recommend this game because they, a lot of typing games uh, do what this one does, but this one takes it to the next level. So a lot of typing games are like, this guy's coming at you and you got, he's got a word above his head and you have to type it really quick before he gets to you. And if you do, then they're gone. But what this one does is you unlock different powers. You've got like spark, fire, ice, wind, and different enemies are, can only be damaged with certain types of powers. So you have to, in addition to typing out the words that come towards you, you have to switch between these different powers to hit certain enemies or if they they just have white text you can just you can use the spark power and that one chain lightnings to the other people uh. so you can burn off other words or if you use the fire one then say that some character has like five words you type in one of them and it'll Burns burn the second yeah nice. the second one the ice one will oh, obviously wow. freeze them That's the wind cool. one pushes them back like they've got some interesting mechanics when it comes to the quote-unquote combat here but the other thing too is it's kind of like a puzzle exploration game you're, you're going across this beautiful map i love the way it's animated it's animated like it's pages of a book and it unfolds 
as you go and explore new areas, but everything looks like it, it was made like not paper mache, but uh, like origami, I guess, mm-hmm. almost. Um, it, it looks really, really great for not being like high def graphics. Uh, but they've got like different puzzles that you have to figure out to get to different parts of the world. There's just a lot of nice things about this game. So I, I recommend it. I was laughing when, uh, I thought Ray was going to be on the podcast. Cause the last time I brought this game up was in <laughs> 2019 and he was just like, seriously, you're going to bring up a typing game. <laughs> uh, he doesn't n- like to read. So it's <laughs> no, you could tell <laughs> not a fan. He's like, we reading. don't do that here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, here's one more thing about this game. I am curious as to the validity of some of these words. I, you know, they have a lot of ones that are like short or like super long, but then there's a few words. I'm like, are they just making this up? So I, Sniper, why don't you look up real quick? Dimiarian, D-I-M-Y. I think it's R-I-A-N. I don't know. This is one of several that I was just was not sure if this is a real word. Um, no, it's D-I-M-Y. D-I-M-Y-R-I-A-N. D-I-M-Y-R-I-A-N. Yeah, I don't know if that's what you have typed. I can't see. It's very small. That is what I have typed. Okay. Any definitions there? No. Uh, No. On Instagram from Russia. Okay. uh, Dimria. No no content. Private account. Yeah, nothing. nothing I do have to say it's great to see the fastest fingers in the north at work. That was incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Is there, there, is any, is there any other letters? Now I'm curious. I kind of want to play this game. It looks awesome. It does look good. Yeah, I want to play it too. It'd make you so good at that like murder trivia game on Jackbox when like you have to type and like dictate basically like whatever the person's saying. I don't, I've never seen that one. Or the transcribe. Yeah. Sorry, you'd be transcribing. That'd be a tough one to play unless you were at a keyboard. Like, how would you play that if you were, if people were on their cell phones? They, they play party games. The Jackbox on PC. On your, yeah, I, uh, I typically play Jackbox on PC. I can't, I can't. But people have on the keyboards phone, on their yeah. phone, Bobby. Yeah, people do have keyboards on their phone. It's called a virtual <laughs> keyboard. It's called a, it's how called a fast? handicap. It's okay, going to make what? it harder for you. <laughs> I don't know how fast you guys can type on your keyboard, but I'm pretty terrible. I, I try to use the swipe one because... You know what's weird? That all started with this phone. I used to be a lot better, and then this Pixel 2, like, for some reason, I just never liked the keyboard. Never got used to it. You can install whatever keyboard you want. It's a, it's a Google product. I mean, it's a... Yeah, I know. I could change, like, the layout. I don't know. Maybe that would help. Yep. Not a huge deal for me. I could type okay. fast on the phone, but accuracy completely goes out the window. Hmm. It'll be auto-corrected to shit. God. Yeah. <laughs> Me are too. you guys old enough to remember T9? I mean, I know you are. But Hell the, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Press like T9. Two, a bunch of times to get to fucking C. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah Bobby, do you ever try swiping? Have you tried that? Yeah, yeah. I use the swipe a lot. Yeah. It's just tough. I, there's some words I know it's just not going to get with the swipe. So that's tough. But yeah, I find that a lot better than the touch typing. T9 is where I wrote um, the poetry to the first love of my life when I was grounded. Oh, wow. How long did that take you? Uh, probably too long, but, you know, I had nothing else better to do because I was trapped in my room. So mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I just picture Evanescence playing in the background. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably like, not wrong. me up inside. <laughs> and you're just like, I love you so much, <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> when you gave me your juice box, I could just never feel love again. I'm another person. <laughs> Uh, this is the first time I'm talking this episode. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, 
Zap has been pushing this nonstop. He gave a game of the year for himself, and now it's on Game Pass. Although I read an article that said that like, like it's rare that a game like this comes out on uh, Game Pass. Like it's only been out for like less than a year, and it's really not really um, highly rated. But I think it's like eighty six or something like that. Like it's up there for sure. And you know this is like it's you know not it's prime making time because you make that in the in the beginning, but you know it's still this is when you're making sales, so it's a weird time for it to come to Game Pass because it's Square. Yeah. Plus, it's a single player game. It's not like it needs a community to thrive. Yeah, it's a Square Enix game, you know, and they haven't done this yet, but maybe they're trying that out to see how it goes. But anyway, uh, the uh, this article that I read uh, assumes that it's going to be a short time, so it's just kind of going to be out there. Get the name out there. So I'm going to try to play as much as I can. I've put in about, I guess, three hours into it. Um, <clears throat> a few things about it. So it, uh, if you enjoy the movies, you'll enjoy the hell out of this because basically I feel like I'm playing a super long movie. Um, it is, uh, it's cinematic. Uh, the banter is nonstop. If you don't like dialogue, stay away from it. It is nonstop banter and dialogue and uh, rebutes and just, you know, they just. Well, during fuck. the during gameplay or cutscenes? Um, no, during gameplay. Okay. But the gameplay is kind of like walking sim a lot of the time. You know, you're just kind of like going through these crazy environments. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very on brand for the movies, even though the characters are the comic book versions, not the movie versions of the characters but it doesn't matter like right away for me anyway for right away i fell right back into like watching the movies which i enjoyed immensely um the environments are nutty you know like i said it's on brand so you're not in a uh like in star wars you're it, where there's huge battle happen and there's wrecks everywhere in this uh, yeah, same thing happened, but this sticky goo got all over the entire battle. And uh, so there's pink stuff everywhere, and it's holding all the parts together. And so you could have just done like a space gra- graveyard, but no, let's cover it all in goo shit. And not just that, let's make it off limits and we'll put a force field around it. And so that's that's where you're at. You you kind of break into this force field so that you can go scavenge inside of there. And that's the first mission. And yeah, it's it looks f- fantastic. Um if you like the banter, um, it's great, man. Uh, if you're not into that, you're probably going to hate it. Um, it's nonstop. It's just like talking, talking, talking the entire time. But I find it funny. And I was thinking about this. I haven't laughed out loud at a game. I don't know when. I really don't know. And if I did, it was probably once. And this has me chuckling throughout. And I've belly laughed like once or twice. Like it's really good writing. If there was a downside, I would say uh, lack of action. I'm okay with it because I'm totally cool with just seeing the characters and the interactions between them. I mean, it's so well, so well written and um, played out. And also, you know, you have your times that you, you ha- you're prompted to talk. You could stay silent, but a lot of times it picks. It's having you pick your side against this character or another. And I think that's going to pay off or or have negative effects mm-hmm. later. Uh, but you don't know. You really don't know. You're just trying to, like, you know, moderate the conversation between these other people sometimes. And uh, usually it's just funny, but sometimes you're like, 
oh, I just hurt that person's feelings. And you you don't know if it's going to fuck you up later. Um, I did heavily side with one character once, and it did unlock something. So I thought that was really interesting, and it kind of confirmed what I was thinking about the other ones. Anyway, I would say, like, in the whole three hours that I've played, actual action shooting stuff, I've probably, you know, f- five minutes, you know, seven minutes. But it, that I'm totally fine with it because you're going through these crazy environments. It's really fun. You're um, There's mini games inside where you're like you and Rocket are trying to shoot more of these things and they're goading each other and the whole thing. Yeah, it's more about like relationships really than so far. Um, I just got to like a first planet, so I don't know if it's going to be pure action, but I'm having a really good time with it. Um, I enjoy it a lot. Looks great. Graphically fantastic. Um, the You know, the characters, they're joking around the whole time, but you see their vulnerabilities as well. Uh, so the, the, the voice acting is great. Uh, the soundtrack's fantastic. And it's not the, it's not the songs from the movies, which is refreshing. Uh, but they, they also made it work. The, the whole package, uh, I'm digging the whole thing. Hmm. It's great. And to see something like Square Enix is usually like uh, Japanese stuff, isn't it? Am I yes, off here? Usually. Yeah, usually. No, they usually make like Final Fantasy and stuff like that. Yeah, Final Fantasy and stuff. Uh, so anyway, um, I would highly recommend. Yeah. Especially for overwhelmingly free. Overwhelmingly pro- uh, positive too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think I'm gonna check it out. This it, looks awesome. It won best narrative in, uh, hmm. uh, I think, the Game Awards, and Probably then all that talking. best soundtrack went to uh, to this on the Steam Awards. Yeah, I'm gonna keep playing it for sure. Kind of have a problem with the best soundtrack award, though. I mean, it's pretty much a mixtape, right? Yeah, but the thing is, like, yeah. I was thinking about video game music while I was playing this, and I'm like, lyrics are generally left out almost always. Usually it's like, it's Muzak, right? It's like exciting music for exciting times and sad music for sad times, but never like hits. And this is just hits, but sure, it's kind of cop out because they're hits for a reason, but also nobody uses it and nobody does it. So to do it well. I think a lot of games license music. Sure. But... For like, for the beginning or like, you know, the the, the beginning of the game or, or to, during the credits. Or the trailer. It's yeah. weird to put like song, like real songs in like action sequences or, or stuff and like that. As the soundtrack. As the soundtrack. Yeah. 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 But didn't Grand Theft Auto kind of do that with the radio? When you're in the car. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> party all the time. Party all the time. <laughs> party all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that shit. All right. I got a pee. Uh, big recommendation. Looks all cool. right. So Nick, you were playing uh, some more Elden Ring. Yeah, man, it's a uh, it's been a hoot to say the least. Um, I have now, um, in every Dark Souls game, there's like this, there's like this phase that most people have, where I call it the schoolyard bully phase, where it's like you've gotten strong enough and you defeated a boss, but all the optional shit that you kind of skipped over and you were too weak to do. You are now way too strong to be doing, but you have to go back and do anyways so you can get some cool shit or like what you want it, like what you want to have. And now that's me. Like now I have way too strong of a weapon because like I've just progressed too far in the game. 
and now I'm going back to like the starting area and just one shotting shit. So but it's it's still good? super fucking fun. Huh? I said you're just too good? No, no, I still die. Like it's <laughs> it like it's like uh it's one of those games that you know you can level up your health and your strength and all that kind of stuff. So if you never level level up your health, you're still gonna die to like the beginning shit in the game. And it's like you know, it, it happens all the time. Like there are people that like they never level up their health health at all in any souls like games and i don't i don't understand those people at all mm. like they're so fucking crazy i don't i don't get it but um one thing that i i tend to see now which is kind of sad i don't want to say sad but which is kind of annoying to see is that like there's already a meta in this game like in the pvp as well as like in the single player like if you're not using a, the moon blade or you're not using a lot of bleed People just look down on you. And so I'm not. And people are like, oh, you're dumb. I'm like, no, I just don't want to play like that. So I don't know. Um, the game's still fucking amazing, man. I'm, I'm still playing it. I, I can't stop playing it. Um, the boss battles are super memorable. So, yeah. Going to be playing it some more this week as well. How far are you? No, I said, are, uh, sorry, are you going to be playing it some more this week? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, I'm going to continue. Fuck, by the way, in the trailer right now, you can see a giant lobster. Fuck the giant lobsters, okay? All right. <laughs> uh, they're assholes. Uh, so what they, one of their attacks, like a little spoiler, is they shoot a jet stream of water. And so when you're just like, so one thing about this game is like, you do not have to defeat every enemy you run into. If you're doing that, you're dumb and you're wasting your time. Um, and what they do is when you're running away, they shoot this jet stream of water and it takes away like 80% of your health. It is Ooh. so fucking strong. Ooh. And they usually are like in a pack of like six. So you're probably dead. Oh so. man. Hmm. It's no fun. Now can lobsters actually do that in real life? Shoot water. I think there is a species of lobster that can shoot water. I, I feel like I've seen that move in like, I don't know, Pokemon or wow or something where there's lobster or crab enemies. Like they have like a, water splash there's the archer fish he, he uh they shoot bugs on branches and knock them into the water oh, yeah that's right and then they also have um there's that shrimp that can the bullet shrimp that can punch so fast that it ignites the water it's, like uh, it boils the water in front of its its little claws yeah i think that's, that's fucking nuts is that the cuttlefish i think it's a cuttlefish that does that i might be wrong I don't think that's all I know is lobster is delicious. I was gonna say now I want lobster. (laughs) I'm kind of crazy. Who doesn't ever always want lobster, dude? You know what? Lobster. So I have to talk about this now that you guys bring up lobster. We went to a really nice restaurant in Virginia. Me and Leslie went on vacation for the past few days. Uh, Spoiler alert: I'm not on the Not Safe for Work podcast. It's my friend's 30th birthday, and I had to go to that. Um, But uh, Virginia was great, dude. We went to one of those driving ranges. Uh, like like Top Golf, um, but it was like a different brand of one, or whatever. It was fucking snowing. And That's it was cool. One of the coolest things ever. Like the whole week before it, and the week like this week coming, the, like the weather's gonna be sixty degrees, seventy degrees, super nice, sunny. Yesterday just fucking snowed for like five hours straight, six hours straight. <laughs> so weird. And it was actually really cool. Like like everybody in that group doesn't really experience snow that often because we're all from California. 
And like two of the two of my friends never really experienced snow from like falling from the sky. Like they've only ever been to like Tahoe when the snow's fallen before they got in there or like artificial snow. You can't see where so your really ball goes, it. I guess, right? Huh? You can't see where your ball goes, right? Your white ball in the white snow. So what's pretty cool is that uh, this place, when you whack the ball, all the balls are chipped. And so just in case it does snow, you can see where it lands on the uh, monitors. Ooh. But another cool thing is that uh, they have a Unity system. And there's all different kinds of fucking games that you can play. And one of the games is like, a, it's called Monster Bash. And like it assigns all these little monsters across the across the field. You just try to the hit them with balls, the ball. and you're trying to hit the monsters. And they have little Final Fantasy health bars and shit. And they like jump up and like not jump up and down, but you remember like in Final Fantasy, like when you're waiting for your turn or like like it's the opponent's turn and they're just like floating up in the air and shit like that. It just they just look like Final Fantasy monsters. It's funny as shit. That's nice. I like yeah. it. It was really cool. Like a bucket of beer was like seven bucks because it's Virginia. Yeah, like it was really good. Good shit. And you had lobster there? No. So we, we went to lobster after that, but that whole that whole debacle with lobster just reminded me of the whole thing and I had to talk about it. I guess it was better than listening to me talk about my butthole for <laughs> hours. I've heard about your butthole enough when I was a kid, man. <laughs> God, I hope not. Uh, speaking of no, something that you is... never talk uh, about your butthole when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. And something that is certainly not butthole in terms of a game. Uh, I played some Demio. <laughs> Or Demio, Demio, whatever. Um, and because I, I first put it on my radar, I played a demo of it, but only the PC version. And I wanted to go back and play the VR version. So what I played was the VR version. And also, guys, okay, I think I have a system. I think I have a system set up oh. for how to play VR and maximize my time before my yeah. body shits out on me. Yeah. So the trick, the routine... <laughs> The routine that the routine that I'm doing now is I get a good amount of sleep because my eyeballs love to shit out on me, and that's the one that I don't I don't have a good solution other than like sleeping and drinking a lot of water and other of course taking yeah. care of yourself. Uh, but when I do do that, thirty minutes before I play VR, you take some Dramamine, like that's the motion sickness. Yes, yes, you, you did. Okay, all right. Nice. That's one part of it. Okay. It's one part. That's <laughs> <laughs> step one. Visine? No. Well, no, not. I, well, I guess Visine, uh, Visine should be the next thing I try. I haven't really tried Visine. I'm a doctor, um, folks. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> God forbid if you are a doctor for any other human being. The amount of poop, dude. Yeah. But yeah. anyway. <laughs> um, no. Uh, and then the next thing is you wear shoes or flip-flops or something. I'll wear my flip-flops. And you turn on a fan while that's on your face. And doing all those things combined helps me at least play a little bit longer. But this game is super cool, and it's actually really sweet when you were, uh, Bobby, talking earlier about the Hitman Go because it looking just like kind of a chessboard, a piece, like an actual tabletop, that's how this is. But in VR, I get to physically pick up my character and move it. And the way that a lot of the combat works is actually, it reminds me of Divinity Original Sin 2. So you want to use the environment and having Uh. a high advantage and like all these things and doing these combos like kind of with your friends and stuff to take out different enemies you know there were i was in like this dungeon with two of my friends and i was a bard because i just thought that was troll as shit and hilarious and i fucked up i should have definitely gone with like the ranger but because there were all of these like poison pods layered out throughout the room and if you hit one then 
a five by five radius around it would become poisoned and you could absolutely funnel enemies through that poison to start having them have poison damage mm. just like as if we would in Divinity Original Sin 2 and Baldur's Gate 3 those kind of games and so um, I really like this game I so think you played a fun. multiplayer? I did play multiplayer. I played nice. with my friends, which was really cool. Um, played with Fastidious and one of his friends. And you can see <clears> the hands <throat> of your friends and then like these glasses where their head would be, okay. which is super okay, funny terrifying. sometimes. Yeah, kind of. But like it ended up being funnier more than anything because like you can adjust where you're at. So you can make your hands and your head like really small and be like right up in there, like with your little character right in front of you. <laughs> oh, and it looks yeah. like it's right in front of you and like, you know, large. But then you could be right behind your buddy and so you just see these little hands moving right in front of you and you know that that's your friend so you can like mess with them you know which is pretty fun and what I really like too is you have these cards that you can use kind of as your spells and things like that and you take your left hand and you hold it open almost like a Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, yeah. yeah like you were gonna <laughs> like pick it and throw it onto the like uh, actual you know play table which is really fun and cool I would love to try some of the other things because I saw that they have like darts and yeah see they have all these different kind of games as well not just the dungeon crawling fighting D&D-esque kind of games because that is super fun and awesome and I definitely love and enjoy it but I know too that when you're hanging out in just kind of the room the lobby with your friends there's like all these other little mini games you can play and so I'd really like to play some more of that so if anybody has to know I would love Good. Yeah, I'd love to play this some more with some more people. If Can down. you uh, compare the PC uh, version to the uh, VR, or is it not even close? It's way better in VR. Yeah. But I but I still think it's a lot of fun because it brings me back to Divinity Original Sin 2, which yeah. is my all-time favorite, one of, one of my all-time favorite games. So I still think it's fun on PC, and this is totally compatible with both. You don't need VR to play this game. You can play it just as it is in the PC, and then when, if you get VR later or you want to supplement it by doing some VR, you can do that as well, which is, I love that when you have both as an option. Nick, there's spider webs all over your half of life. Alex, I bought you. <laughs> I need to buy a VR, dude. And I'm waiting for Gen 3 to start. I told you what's going on. Well, my theory on what's going on with that. Um, yeah. So the Ukraine battle, we talked about that already, right? We talked about giving away the Ukraine bundle. A bundle. Uh, I did like a rapid fire of a bunch of games from it because I was like indie, little fast, like narrative kind of games. Sick. I'm down, dude. I'm going to play a bunch of these. And then I, a lot of them are like PDF and, and stuff for tabletops, but there are so many games out there, too. And so I just kind of tagged some of the ones that were like a highlight to me. You know, there's um, <laughs> this one was hilarious to me. It's called Cat Lateral Damage. Uh, but yeah, this game <laughs> is a adorable um i already love the trailer i did not see the trailer before basically you're an asshole cat and the whole purpose of the game is to knock over a bunch of shit and wreak havoc and when you're done with the level you hop in a box and i i love it i love the little things in here if you are a cat owner you're gonna have a big kick out of this if you think cats are assholes you're gonna have a big kick out of this um yeah they'll they'll have a thing where you've got to knock over like 10 plates and so you're going through this house and you're gonna do it but i love the with they start each one of these like they start it with your cat saying something like I, I remember when i first played it it was just like 
my humans didn't feed me the best tuna. Now they will pay. And then you go through and you have to knock over like five books and like play with two toys and go to the bathroom. Like, and it's just, it's funny. It's goofy, but it's definitely a great like game that comes in this bundle to play. Um, That's funny. We're laughing yeah. at, the, at the trailer anyway. The trailer is definitely hilarious uh, <laughs> and definitely overdone, too. Like, you know, like, do you have an asshole cat that <laughs> always knocks everything over? Like, very much that. But the game is, yes. is super fun for being a part of the bundle, for sure. Definitely enjoy it. And so the other one that I played that I really loved uh, and had a blast playing was called The Floor is Jelly. Which this one is a platformer and very much of a physics. And it's fun because you kind of utilize the fact that the whole ground bounces and jiggles to your advantage of being able to launch yourself higher or be able to launch yourself in the right way. So, like, it's super fun in terms of just, like, hopping around trying to get through these open windows. And um, you can kind of not necessarily swim but it is like a physics game and it, i found it to be like pretty challenging and just really funny i was laughing literally out loud with a lot of different parts in this game because it was just hilarious <laughs> <laughs> and it's so fun with like everything bouncing like that and really trying to use use that to your advantage you know uh all this is kind of reminded me of this scene in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I call it a scene, but it was you know, we were fighting, and there's these like um, square cubes of jelly that you have to fight. And Drax, Drax is like the funniest one in in the movies as well, right? And he's like, I find their locomotion, their mode of locomotion hilarious, and he's like cracking up. <laughs> cause, cause, uh, oh, mesmerizing! He says, I call, I find it mesmerizing. And then later on, he's like, um, uh. <laughs> Cutting cutting through their jelly form is so satisfying, don't you think? And he's it's just it's fun. God damn, it's funny, man. Yeah. All right, sorry. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, this this game is uh, is a fun one. It's solid. There's quite a lot more games on here that I want to play, especially the VR ones. Like and you have to is download them individually. Kind of, yeah. The uh, uh, the launcher is a little weird. I thought it would. I f- Personally, in the very beginning, I thought the launcher was going to be sus. You download an app called Itch. Like I was like, eh, I don't know about giving my computer the itch, dude. That sounds like an STI. I'm not really a fan yeah. of that. Uh, but no, it is legit. It was fine. It like it. You know, you you kind you, of just set it up. You've never bought anything off of Itch.io. No, I've never. Okay, yeah, it's yeah, so, a big company, right? Yeah, they've been around forever. I got yeah, lots of, yeah, like, a lot is. of demos. Even before Steam started just flooding us with demos, they always had like lots of demos. And a lot of times there would be like a game that um, was scheduled to be released on Steam, but you could get like the point seven four version already available on Itch.io. So you know, you could get yeah. get kind of earlier access to it, I guess. Developers use itch cool. for that purpose, you know, to get feedback for the early access version of their games without actually releasing it on Steam as early access and getting like review bombed. That's mm-hmm. what Valheim, how Valheim started. You could always get it on itch. And then oh, that's sick. they yeah. fixed all the problems that they got feedback on. And yeah, it was a hit when they did early access on Steam. So 
Yeah, it's, I mean, it's legit as fuck. I just, I personally never heard of it. So I was just like, oh, I don't know. But no, it's good. It's, it's solid. It, it works. It was easy to install and download and run everything off of it. You know, I think, uh, what is it? Hotshot VR, I think is on there. It's one of the big ones. Oh, super hot. Super yeah. hot. Yeah. So that's Great one game. of the ones that I will be playing and trying because I want to do that. Mm. Um, but there's a lot of really good little indie games on here and just really some cool content. And so I really like the bundle and I'm glad I got it. So they list that bundle on Steam. I don't know if that's the augmented Steam plugin showing that or if it, these games are actually activated on Steam. Uh, yeah, probably. I don't know. I've seen that for the first time here now, too. I know some of them can be activated on Steam, but it comes with so many PDF stuff, you know? I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm looking oh, okay. at it now. You... It takes you to um, is there any deal.com. So yeah, I'm assuming that's, uh, it doesn't activate on Steam. Damn. Yeah, still a lot of good games. Super hot is the best VR game I've played, but I haven't played that many VR games. So mm. looking forward to checking that out. That's a good one. What about uh what about this game of the week, guys? Heard you guys played some Hollow Knight. I did not. I dropped the ball <laughs> on that one. Yeah. So, yeah. Um well are we gonna save it till next week? Because I, I, think I we played save some it next week. Yeah, I, I actually want to play it. Okay. okay, yeah, I'll play it too. I haven't played a whole lot of Or it. we just wrap it up and then we do Guardians of the Galaxy before it's gone. Oh, I'd prefer that. Before it's yeah, gone? Where's it going? That's what I was saying. Like, uh, they think it's only going to be on there for a little bit. On Game Pass? On Game Pass. It's a temporary thing. Okay. But, I mean, it's not going to be gone in a week. Who knows, man? It's it just, the it just got there. there. <laughs> it did. Two weeks ago. Or they, week they're ago. not going to like be like like two weeks and like that's kind of like a demo in a way i mean it's not a bad way to sell your game you put it on game pass for a little while make a little money on there and then people are like shit i ain't get enough of oh, it that'd be so messed up you like put a game up there for free and people get like you know it's they like start playing tease. it and then You're they're like, just on, like oh you want to get to that more. save you want to continue all right full price full price game pass is going to be the new uh crack dealer in the corner that's like yeah the first little <laughs> rocks are free and the rest will cost you all right, we'll do Hollow Knight. <laughs> you want a taste? Okay, come on, get another taste. Come yeah, on, man. Get another taste. All right, well, we'll get another taste of Hollow Knight then. This okay, week. Yeah. touch it next week. Um, all right, we've had a lot of uh, subs today on the stream, so thank you to Galoff Sector. Okay, and uh, Riz- no, 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 no. It's Galoff Sector zero four four zero one. Not to be uh, mistaken with the other Galoff Sectors. Yeah, uh, and then recycled forty three months Jesus. in the lead. Uh, SMI Jeff, 25 months. He says, happy Sunday, you beautiful people. Thanks, man. Happy Sunday. Thanks, man. Happy Sunday. And then Bill Brasky Jr. says, hello, four months. Hi. Say say hi to your dad. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Bill Brasky Sr. (laughs) I know he exists. All right. Somewhere. He's out there. Okay. I don't think we have a whole lot of listener questions here. Let's see what we got. I think we literally have one. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> well, I do want to take this second then quickly to interject and talk a little bit about DLGCon 4.0. Ooh, yeah. um, there is a poll right now out through SurveyMonkey that I've pinned in the Hangout. There's also the link in the announcements, but the pin is in the Hangout. Um, if you wouldn't mind filling that out if you're interested or if you're curious about DLGCon and want kind of a say and an input in where you want to go for next year and kind of what time, this way it helps us better serve you and we're all hanging out and having a good time and a fun time uh which it, it all the previous years have been such a blast we've gone to everyone well all three of all of us have gone to pretty much everyone except nick and so hopefully nick we can get you out this year 
Um, it all depends on where it is. Absolutely. And if you want a hand in how to determine where it is, that's why this poll is going to be really helpful. And by the end of this week, I'll be shutting this poll down, coming out with the uh, information of what has been decided in terms of where and kind of what um, season, because I either put, you know, you could select if you want spring, summer, fall, or winter when you would want that. And so uh, more details to come in the future, but I definitely would appreciate anybody's input. And if you've got any questions or anything, you can reach out and DM me on, on Discord. And it's only four questions, Dave? Yeah, I think it's like That's four easy. or five questions. It's yeah. quick. Yeah, it's yeah. basically just, you know, I kind of want to get a gauge of what kind of money everybody's willing to throw down, whether we want to go like crazy ball in or if we want to find something that's great, like a good value, you know, because we've we've had, I think, a mix of both, both. of that yeah. in these past years. So, you know, kind of all work together so that way everybody can be as happy as possible with the selection that's that we come up with. Cool. Vote for Austin. Yes, it, I will say Austin, Texas is in the lead mm, from the preliminary stuff. Would, that, I've would that mean you'd be coming out, Nick? Possibly. You yeah. just said it, it depends on where it is, and I'm telling you where it is, maybe, and you're not. What's going on? That, it's a, it's a, it's a more than likely if it's a, if it's in Austin. Okay, thank you. Perfect. All right. All right. Definitely not Austin. <laughs> so our uh, one listener question this week comes from Zap. He says, Microsoft was the number one publisher of 2021, according to Metacritic. Who would you guys choose as your number one game publisher for last year? And are you surprised about any posi- uh, any of the positions of the publishers in the list? The list. We're going to click on the list. Oh, man, that is tiny. Tiny, but yes, Microsoft is number one, Sony number two, Humble Games number three, and surprisingly, Activision Blizzard number four. Hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. I mean, publisher, it's hard to be like, um, oh, I love this publisher. Well, you, you do that all the time with Devolver Digital. Well, just them. <laughs> Everybody else, I don't really care about mm, the, yeah. the, the publisher. Really, it's just like whoever. It's like a business transaction. It's an, it doesn't really reflect. Uh, well, art, you know they have like games form. under their umbrellas. Like if you're a big fan, like a lot of people are big fans of the Bethesda games. That's me. Yeah, like I'm yeah. a massive Bethesda fan, fan girl. So yeah, I, that's my favorite publisher. Well, but also a developer, right? Yeah, and they develop most of the things they publish. So mm-hmm. yeah, I like them as a developer, but as a publisher, like I said, it seems to me. A, it's a lot just like kind of like a business transaction. Like, um, I, I don't care who delivers the Pepsi. Out. I like Pepsi over Coke. You know what I mean? I guess. But developer digital, yeah, it's a much I mean, lower key. Like, you don't care the publisher, whether you ride Uber or Lyft because yeah, you're going to get there. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah but it, the, the publisher does factor into a lot of stuff. They can determine things like, is there going to be... Um, uh, God, what am I thinking of? Uh, modding or something like that. Or are they going to sell lots of DLC? Like, they... and. It, it changes depending on like the deal between the developer and the publisher, but they they do determine quite a bit of stuff a lot of times. All right, so, so I don't know. I would agree with this list, honestly. I mean, well, with Microsoft being at the top at least, and I feel like Sony being number two. Sure, I feel like Microsoft has kind of forced Sony's hand in a lot of things. Both these companies are, from the PC gamer perspective, I be I feel like they're being a lot more friendly towards us. Fuck yeah, especially Microsoft and like Sony because they have to match Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of surprised to see Blizzard so high up, but I don't know. 
Like uh, this is based on Metacritic. I don't know what what they're basing this on. Like how much money they're making, or like yeah. you know how so many... what they even have that came out. I d- yeah, I don't agree with Activision Blizzard being that high up, especially I... with all of the hoopla and like all the stuff that came out around it. You know what I mean with yeah. the the lawsuits and the things like that. Like, I don't know. It's kind of, I'm kind of shocked to see it still up that high, but last year was call of duty and maybe some classic game. I guess they did cold war, but I don't remember that being, was that last year? Yeah. I mean, blizzard's not really releasing any games. Activision. I, I don't know. I call of duty. I I don't know. Aren't they, aren't they coming out with, I mean, this is this year, but aren't they coming out with fucking, uh, Overwatch 2 this year? Like, they just announced the beta? Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, I saw yeah. something about that. Don't care. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> not really that interesting. I, I looked at what it's, it's going to come I. with, and I was like, this is just a DLC. This is like a big DLC. It's like yeah. two new characters, four new maps. If you mean, when you're saying new, that means that you're Four adding, years in the making. Yeah. You're adding this to... <laughs> no like, new graphics engine. Are you yeah. guys surprised, though? Like, that's kind of Activision's MO. Like, we're just going to take, like, three different game concepts and, like, redesign redesign them. Basically, they slap on some new skins yeah. and they're well, like, look at this new game. We, like, we used to year. expect more of Blizzard, though. Yeah. Eh, well, you know, Blizzard everybody's got likeable. their price. Yeah, everybody's got their price, man. <laughs> It's a shame. It is a shame. 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 Chad, come back to the fold. <laughs> what's uh, what's we'll the publisher that does all those games that has the red titles on Steam, like Dusk and... Uh, oh, I forget. Yeah. You, you told us. Yeah, we, we talked about how they, all their games have like the same... Um, Font? Yeah, the same uh, like little graphic style. they use. Yeah. Um, and then they replied to us on Twitter when we called them out, and it's... Like, apparently it's an inside joke with their graphic artists that all the fans are into. So I feel like it all works. And by the way, fire that graphic artist, by the way. (laughs) He's not doing anything. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, just because it's an inside joke doesn't mean it's funny. Get the fuck out of here. Bro, if you're not on the inside of the joke, Nick, you're not going to get it. So, And if you've got to explain the joke, then I don't think it's landing. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, but people dig it. All right. Uh, So what's everyone playing? Guardians, for sure. Yeah. Uh, if we're switching to wait, no, we're playing Hollow Knight, right? For the game of the week, yeah. Yes. Switch officially to Guardians. No, no, Hollow Knight. No. Yeah, Hollow Knight. It's okay, yeah, no, just Hollow Knight and then Elden Ring. Spoilers: so I had enough Hollow Knight. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I feel like I'm already signing up for a pretty big, pretty big week of trying to play a bunch of games. Yeah, I want to play Guardians. I want to check out that typing game that you played, Bobby, because yeah. it looks like fun. And then uh, I'm still working on the Wanderer. I'm making it though. It's so slow, hmm. but it's I'm making. Are you I still feel enjoying like, it? I love it. Oh yeah! I, the last time I played, I found a bow and arrow and like lost my shit. I started shooting at everything. It was fun, and then it worked. Oh, is it slow as shit because of your short amount of playtime? It's kind of a mix. Yeah, it's like part of it is the slow amount of playtime. Part of it is that the puzzles are genuinely tough, which is nice. It's a good thing. But. I like that. I feel like if you had in, indefinite playtime, you'd probably 
get through those puzzles. Maybe. It's kind of like one of those things where when you're trying to solve a pretty difficult puzzle and you're staring at the same four corners over and over again, like you're not breaking through. You kind of need to take a step back and look at the whole puzzle from a different angle, different perspective, like fresh set of eyes. So Mm -hmm. I do find that sometimes it is just best to put the game down and then come to it. And then I load up the... I've already had that happen twice now where I loaded up the game, got in, and then I was like, how did I not see this? Yeah, Yeah, like... So I definitely want to play time. more of that. It used to happen to me all the time. Uh, I'd go to sleep and play the game the next day, and it's just it comes to you instantly. Exactly. So yeah. it's just a game I'll slowly be chiseling away at, but that's definitely on the docket this week. And yeah, like I said, the super hot VR, and I also want to check out uh, Gardens of the Galaxy. If I didn't say that There's, already, but would you say the Wonder is your game of the year so far this year? I kind of well. <sighs> I found Game Deck this year, so to me, Game Deck oh, right. is kind of the, the game of the year for me this year, um, even though technically it came out last year. But otherwise, yeah, I, I do really, really enjoy The Wanderer. I love it. The Good game is know. amazing. Hmm. And Demio, I want to play some more of that. If anybody's interested, hit me up, because I'm down to play God, this a doesn't ever sound like that. a fucking game night. That sounds that is, so cool. It is Like a literal fun. game night. You get it is, Yeah, it does sound pretty Physically cool. get together, virtually. And play fucking a board game. It sounds so hmm. cool. Absolutely. Nice. Uh, so New Blood was the name of that publisher that uses wow. <laughs> the same sort of graphics for each one. The old bloody. Yeah, black and red. So yeah. New Blood using that old blood I like those games, game. though. <laughs> um, this week, I'm going to be out of town for like three or four days. So... I realized when I bought that new MacBook Pro, I got three free months of Apple Arcade, I think is what they call it. It's like Google has the same thing. It's like a subscription-based thing yeah. where you get access to a ton of games. So I'll probably check that out and try to play some stuff on there. Hopefully, I won't just fall back to that Star Wars game that I was playing uh, for a while. What, oh, yeah. what was that Star Wars game? I, God, I really liked some parts of it, but it was just like, God, why do you have to be a mobile game? You ruined it. Mm-hmm. Like, and it just had those <laughs> like mobile things it. about it where it's just like trying to get you to spend money. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Apple Arcade, I'll be checking that out. All right. Sounds good. Is that it? Chris, just for the hell of it, what are you going to be playing? Don't know. Don't care. <laughs> Shit. All right. No, Train we're, bundle. We're, we're, we're playing our Warhammer on Thursday, right, guys? I mean, that's still happening. It's true. I'm da- I'm actually down to play. It's just this week, you know, I had to leave at a flight at five in the morning, so I had to wake up at three o'clock in the morning. Jeez. Yeah, you did that. You're to Playing yourself. Warhammer right now, Nick. So I mean, you did that to yourself. I mean, dude. I have it launched in the background. Would you <laughs> choices, Nick? What would you would you save by going with that early early flight? Hundred bucks. Uh, I actually got a full day, so it was either leave at five a.m. or leave at. Um, 6 30 p.m oh then yeah you have you know to what I'm saying? like it would so like flights to richmond from augusta it's either morning or evening so yeah. it's like you know it's and yeah. the, and like the thing is we booked the flights out five months in advance so there was no other option yeah mm. well then it, it'd be like that sometimes man it, it sucks does. but yeah this week let's hit it up speaking yeah. of bobby uh chris uh nick Amanda and myself, uh, the fastest titties in the north. Bye. Titties that stay true north. <laughs> Not forever. <laughs> Time gets us all, days. Time and taxes, that's for sure. <laughs>
which reminds me, file your taxes. Yeah, I should. Have it. <laughs> <laughs>